Good day, everybody, and what is up? Welcome to the podcast for selfless sex, and she comes first. My name is Dr. Nick, sitting here on March 8th in the afternoon, March 8th, 2020, rather. And um, luckily, everyone is rightly concerned about the coronavirus that's going around. And I actually do have a serious question about that, because I'm not sure if the coronavirus is sexually transmitted. I haven't really looked yet, and I have not really explored it yet, but I'm just wondering if it is. But it's kind of already, it seems to be airborne. It has the ability to survive on surfaces already and things like that. But I'm, that just popped in my head just now. Today's podcast is about sex, of course. And I want to say this. I believe that you should be having good sex. So in this podcast, I'm not going to tell you how to have good sex. Why? Because that looks different to everybody. Some people like X, Y, and Z. Some, some people may like A, B, and C. I just think at this point in time, there are so many how-to books out there and how-to websites and things like that. People should be really having good sex and the sex that they want. So as you listen to this podcast, I'm going to go through several elements that I think are important for you to have good sex. Let's talk about that today. One of the first things I have to mention is about educating yourself about sexuality and sexual health. Because yes, many of us may know many things about sexuality and how to pleasure our partner and this, that, and the other thing. But I also believe that it's also good to never stop learning and never stop to engaging your brain about sexuality and sexual health. Right now, I am reading about tantric sex and chakras and how to unblock your chakra and how to share your energy with your partner and how to move it around so that there's more pleasure for both of you and things like that. So I read about chakras over the past 20 years and tantric sex over the past 20 years. But Right now, this second, it just popped into my brain, so I just decided to educate myself about it. So the question that you should be asking yourself is, what aspect of sexuality and sexual health can you and should you be educating yourself about? Next, I want to say, just give yourself time. And what I mean by that is, in my opinion, good sex is like wine. It takes time. There's no need to rush. So, for example, if you're learning about something new, give yourself time to digest it, think about it, talk about it with your partner or partners. There's no need to rush. And also, think about your body as you age, because most of us are not 18 anymore, and our body does not, does not respond the same way that it did way back then. So in that sense, also give yourself time. Give yourself, give your body time. Give your mind time. Give yourself time to adjust. Give yourself time to learn. Give yourself time to experiment. Maybe think about some fantasies that you want to try out with your partner or partners. But still, just give yourself some time. So my quick question is this. Have you ever thought about exploring some of your sexual fantasies? Because I believe for some of you and or for many of you out there, sexual fantasies could be a major part of having good sex. So this is why I will phrase it this way. Give yourself some time to go back, think about some of the sexual fantasies that you are interested in exploring, educate yourself about them, read about them, 
And if you're really that interested in them, move forward with them, talk to your partner or partners about them. So therefore you can take those next steps. So maybe you actually can try them out safely and legally. And to close out this first section, I want to say this too. If you feel you are not having good sex, please don't give up because there could be something underlying. There could be something going on. You may have to talk to your partner or partner to sit down and actually figure out what's going on. So this way you can educate yourself, but maybe the change won't happen overnight, which goes back to what I said earlier about give yourself some time. And if need be, please seek out sexual therapy. That's, that's what it's there for. There could be something else going on that you are not aware of. And also, it's important not to try to force your partner to do something that they are uncomfortable with because that's not good sex at all, at all. If, if, you, if you feel that you are not having good sex, try to figure out what's going on. So in the second half of this podcast, I really want to focus in on some of the more hands-on activity when it comes to having good sex. And I want to start with the idea of physical touch and non-sexual touch. Because sometimes just the act of holding hands, cuddling up watching television or something like that, giving a massage is very important in having good sex. Because I've said this phrase several times. You've heard me mention something called skin hunger, where I believe as humans, we have the need and, and desire to be touched by someone else, especially someone that, that cares for us and we also care for them. That's just how it goes. So yes, I do believe physical touch and non-sexual touch is very important to having good sex. How you like to be touched, that's up to you. I can't tell you how to be touched, but I'm just saying that I believe that physical touch period is very important to having good sex. Also, I think while you are engaged in sexual activity, I think it's very important to maybe you want to try some different sexual positions or some new sexual positions because as many of us know, or just through life, if you do the same thing over and over and over again, it can, it can get kind of boring, kind of stale, which is why you may want to switch some things up from time to time. Now, I'm telling you, we've all heard of the Kama Sutra. Fine. You can try that if you want to, but just be careful because I'm going to tell you right now, if you try something in the Kama Sutra and you throw your back out, don't get mad at me. There has to be an element of common sense here, too. You see what I'm saying? So, yeah, you may want to switch things up, try some different positions. Here you go. Try some positions that you and your partner or partners both agree on and see how you like it. Because you know what? You may not like it, but you may like something else. So you may have to broaden your horizons just a bit and try some different sexual positions. Okay, this next element may sound a bit weird, but it's my opinion that people tend to overlook the importance of doing Kegel exercises. And yes, both men and women can do Kegel exercises. Women tend to do them after pregnancy to help rebuild and strengthen their pelvic floor. Fine, that's great. But also men can do them too. 
because yes, they can also have a stronger pelvic floor, which in turn could lead to having stronger orgasms. So it's definitely my opinion that having stronger orgasms is, is related to having really good sex. And finally, sex toys. Now, I'm sure there are many of you out there who already use sex toys in your, in your sex play. And that's great. There's nothing wrong with that. For those of you who are not, that's fine too. But I want to say this. Of course, there is no pressure, but you may want to take, take a step back, explore, educate yourself about some sex toys and find one that you like. Take your time to, to find a sex toy that kind of like piques your interest, which is good. And that you may have to expand your horizons and give it a shot. And please be mindful, there are sex toys out there for everybody. So which is why I will say again, take your time, explore, see what's out there, buy, some, buy the higher quality stuff and give it a try. Because at the same time, you using a sex toy, you have the opportunity to educate your partner or partners how you like to be touched and how you do not like to be touched. So take your time, find a sex toy you like, and enjoy yourself. So to close out this podcast, I just want to give credit where credit is due. And I want to say my list of elements came from a website that is related to the Harvard Medical School. And I'm really glad to see them write about sexuality and sexual health. And in closing, I just want to leave you with a few questions. And so my first question is this, as I went through my list, did you agree with it? What were your thoughts about it? And my second question is, what would you add to my list? Some of the things that I may have left off that you feel are important to having good sex. So just think about that for a little bit. So on that note, I'm out. You guys have a great day. Stay tuned and I'll talk to you soon.